The views and opinions expressed are for general informational purposes only. Consult with your physician or medical health care provider for medical advice, diagnosis, and or treatment. Today, we talk about cosmetic surgery. Is cosmetic surgery right for you? In 2020, the U.S. had the highest number of cosmetic procedures worldwide, with nearly 4 million operations. Today, we will talk about what you need to do and what you need to know if you are even thinking about going under the knife so that you can have better results and healthy outcomes. All this and more on It's All About Health and Fitness. Welcome to It's All About Health and Fitness with Dr. Vicki Hayward-Doe and Dr. Virginia Banks-Bright. This program is brought to you by Vicki Doe Fitness, a multimedia health and wellness forum. Now, here's your host, Vicki Doe and D. Banks-Bright. I'm Dr. Vicki Hayward-Doe, and with me is the one and only Dr. Virginia D. Banks-Bright. How are you today? Hi, Vicki. I'm good. How are you doing? I am doing great. You know, I feel like a new woman. Oh, wow. Why is that? <laughs> well, you know, we got out of the... Did you win the lottery or something? No, we got out of the cold the cold bucket to where we were, 29 oh, degrees. No, oh, <laughs> my goodness. I mean, and last weekend was just last Friday. It snowed. I mean, I had to... The snowplow man practically lived at my house. I know he did too. Dad oh, was I... trying to get you and Doctor Go out. Oh, big time! Big he time. He had to go to work. Yes, he did. Yeah, big time. You guys, stuff don't stop, does it? It doesn't stop. I mean, just because there's you know 18 feet of snow, nobody calls us and says don't come to work. Nobody does we that. We can't call in and say. Well, we can't get out. I'm sick, or we, we can't get out because of snowfall. We have to figure it out. Y'all got to figure it out. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, that that's been my week, and it's it's just been busy, busy. But we are here, right, Dee? We are here. Yes, indeed. We are here, and the yes, show must indeed. go on. The show the must show go on. Must go on. <laughs> Yes, yes, yes. Well, this is episode 224, and today we talk about cosmetic surgery. Is cosmetic surgery right for you? And the question has been asked, what is the difference between plastic surgery and cosmetic surgery? And so we are here to talk about some of that. There are two types of plastic surgery. We have the reconstructive plastic surgery, and that treats parts of the body affected uh, aesthetically or functionally by infection, tumors, disease, congenital uh, defects, we've got uh, developmental abnormalities or trauma. Then there's cosmetic plastic surgery, and that enhances or reshapes parts of the body. And so our focus today is cosmetic plastic surgery. Now, according to the American Society of Plastic Surgeons, the top cosmetic procedures that's invasive and minimally invasive will be breast augmentation, liposuction, nose reshaping, eyelid surgery, tummy tuck, buttock lift, and facelift. And they had, D, they had a long list. They even had vaginal reconstruction too i forgot about that huh? really yeah. Oh, yeah that's true yes yes that's right that's true too yeah yep. it's a lot of stuff it, it was a whole list also it says too that health insurance rarely covers the cost of cosmetic procedures however the number of people deciding to have cosmetic um, plastic surgery continues to grow. And so in 2020, the U.S. had the highest number of cosmetic procedures worldwide with nearly 4 million such operations. The number of surgical and non-surgical cosmetic procedures um, in the U.S. 
has grown over the last decade from around 1.6 million procedures in 1997 to over 5.5 million in 2020. And wow. so, isn't that crazy? That's a lot of, uh, what, nip and tuck and tuck and nip. That is a lot of nipping and tucking. It definitely is. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. Wow. So that's what is happening. That is crazy. We have heard of some of the disasters. We've heard of the yeah. disasters and the mishaps yeah. that have happened when folks do not do their due diligence and seek the proper guidance from their board-certified and qualified surgeons. In fact, there are popular reality shows that are created. I always watched um, Botched. Oh, really? Was that a television show? Yeah, it's called Botched. Yes, it's a great show. It's a great show. I can't. I can't remember. They're they're um, board certified surgeons, and they they um, redo oh. the mistakes of. And it's called botched. Oh. Yeah, I can't remember the the surgeon's name, but they're pretty famous because mm. of that show. Yeah, yeah. So they have reality wow. shows based on mistakes of cosmetic surgeries, right? Isn't that crazy? Yeah, that's crazy. And so, yeah, we will talk about um, some of the. Uh, cosmetic procedures and what you need to do the guidelines you know of plastic surgery you know is it right for you and some of the things that you need to do to make sure that you are following and doing the right thing when you seek for cosmetic surgery you know I'm, I'm excited to hear about this because it seems like I don't know every time you turn around course somebody's face looks different but <laughs> i mean you don't want to complete you know even somebody looks like a lioness or somebody looks completely <laughs> different but i think that somewhere in the middle is a i mean i'll point to jane fonda right jane fonda looks fabulous mm-hmm. and i you know if women have that kind of money you know like you said the only downfall is that it's cash only you know it's cash uh, only. Insurance companies rarely pay for any elective cosmetic procedure. And I know because I had inquired at one time, they're costly. They are costly. They're very costly. Mm-hmm. So. So, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And and also, you know, they, you know, the, the, cos, the, the cosmetic surgery things are not without, you know, we can point to. Kanye West's mom who died. Yes, uh, yes. Had liposuction and so forth. And so, you know, those kind of stories are not are not common. But, you know, if it happens one time, that's bad. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Those are the things that we need to think about. And so um, we look forward to the rest of our show today. Right, Dee? Absolutely. Now, folks, make sure you subscribe to this podcast. It's all about health and fitness. Um, Vicky Doe Fitness on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or on any of the platforms that you listen to your podcast. And when you subscribe, you will be notified first when we post a new show. You will be able to listen, learn, and experience our shows where we bring in guests and talk about the things that are important for our health and well-being in our community. And so we want to make sure that you subscribe. Don't miss any of our shows. Subscribe today. And last but not least, go on Apple Podcasts, rate and review this show because that is how we grow and increase our listeners. And we appreciate you. And as always, Dee, what do we say? Thank you, thank you, thank you for your support. Thank you, thank you, thank you for your support. Well, Dee, like I said, and we were talking about it, you know, I was literally snowed in. Oh, my goodness. I mean, it was rough. I had to get out in it, Vicki. I know. I was was on call. Okay. And, um, you know, the the snow I had on Saturday morning, it was still bad. You know, but the thing of it is, is that, they said it was supposed to snow on Thursday, so I'm looking and looking, and because I was going to uh, do a trivia pursuit with some friends, and uh-huh. he said, "No, no, don't go because you know it's going to be snowing." So nothing happened, and it's like 
I don't know, 9 o'clock at night. I'm like, oh, shoot, we could have gone and played the game. Uh-huh. I woke up, and it was about 11 o'clock, and it was coming down like cats and dogs. And they said that it was would come down about an inch an hour. And by the next morning, you looked out there, and it was, uh, it was I couldn't open up my door. Yes, yes. Uh, my side door because of all the snow. And thank goodness uh, my snowplow mm-hmm. uh, man came and was, but he had to come back a couple of times because it snowed all day Friday. Yes, it did. Yes, it did. All day Friday. Yes. Nonstop. All, and it just piled on top of piled on top of pile. So it was rough. I had to get, because I was on call that weekend. Okay. So, yeah, it was bad. It was bad. Yes. And, you know, when they shut down Kent, you know, they closed all the campuses Thursday. Oh, Kent was closed. Yes. They closed the oh. campuses. Kent closed them Thursday and Friday. So, Crazy. I know. For my Thursday class, I had already told them Tuesday, look, if if all the campuses are closed, then we will cancel class too because you can, you know, the online folks still keep it moving. They still keep going on. And then for right. us that do in person, we, we can decide to whether still do some stuff online. And so I told them Thursday, right. I was like, uh, if, if, you know, we're we're canceled. We don't have to meet online. But Friday, I was like, "Ugh, I gotta meet online with these guys because it was our yeah. dance mechanics, our anatomy fit stuff, and I didn't want to get so behind." So I right. I got my right. stuff up and I skated on here, slipping slid on here to Niles to do my Good. stuff remotely here, my class remotely. But it was interesting because. They were constantly trying to get the streets, and you would see where it'll be big piles kind of in the middle of the street. You would have to kind of go around them. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Because they were trying to clean. It was crazy. It was was absolutely crazy. I mean, and, you know, like I said, what I don't understand is, well, I mean, I know it was snowing a lot, but. You know, I guess I compare everything to when I was living in Minnesota. And, you know, those guys knew how to clean up. And you had to get on top of it. You had to, you know, you had to prepare the streets and stuff the night before. And it wasn't like it was brutal cold where you couldn't use salt. You know, and in Liberty, Mm -hmm. you weren't out that early. But the streets were really pretty good in Liberty. As soon as you got down the Gypsy Lane and crossed over, it was a nightmare. Yeah. It was just a nightmare. And so I just think, you know, as we are looking at global warming, mm-hmm. these cities are going to have to really relook at their uh, snow equipment and snow uh, because you, you, you can't paralyze a city. People have to go to work. That's it. You know, especially those of us, that, as they say, essential workers. Yes. We're essential workers. And the essential workers have to get out and some of those nurses mm-hmm. uh and people that worked in the hospital vicky they had to be there at like seven o'clock in the morning thank god i didn't have to be there that early mm. so yeah so you know it's just you know you got you're gonna have to really be on top better of getting your streets together i think oh of of course and just understand that this is climate change and global warming. So for anything, nothing is just regular. Everything seems to me no. like it's extreme. Doesn't it, it seem is. you can't just like get it a is. little bit of snow? No, you got to no. get a blizzard. No, they got to no, they got to drop twenty five inches. No, I mean it's got to be up to the to, to the roof. No, and so you need to prepare for this global warming. Yes. Yes, yes. I mean, you know, yes. I looked outside and it was like, I mean, are you kidding me? <laughs> it was something. Cause, and, and here's the thing. Everything happened late up here in Northeast Ohio. Because remember, we were we were in December and it was like 60-something degrees and stuff. Right. We were like, okay, what right. is going on? They, right. They were having we're tornadoes and stuff. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So things oh, are yeah. changing. I mean, things are changing. Things are changing. Yes, they are. You know, you're going to have to see extremes in temperatures in the summer, too. You know, mm-hmm. probably have a lot of 99-degree temperature days. So the, the way that we knew 
the climate before it's probably not going to be the way that we'll, we'll know it henceforth. That's, a, that's exactly it. That's exactly mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Here we go. I would say, yeah, that was crazy, but this is February, and this is my is. love month. It's everybody's love month, but you yes. know. <laughs> yes. But you know, this Valentine's is Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day, but this is our anniversary month. Me and my honey oh, sweet. Oh, is it? Yes. Oh, what's the day? Is it Valentine's Day? No, it's the 29th, so it only okay. happens leap year. <laughs> oh. So you all really have only been married about three years. (laughs) (laughs) Three or four years. That's about all. That's how you keep, look, that's how you keep your marriage hot and heavy, right? That's it. That's it. That's exactly right. That's it. Yeah. So this this month we pick we pick which which day we're gonna we're gonna either celebrate on the twenty eighth or March first. March the first. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, yeah. This... Are you all going away? Going to go out of town or anything? You got any plans? Well, we we shall see on? now because oh. everything all all messed up now, and then the weather oh. and stuff, and then oh, I don't know. I know. Then COVID, and then maybe not COVID, oh, and I mean no. really. But we'll figure it out. I know. We'll figure it out. But yes, this is Love Month, but it's also Heart Month. And we will definitely talk a little bit about Heart Month moving forward. Today, we'll talk about that. But this is February, and it seems like the new year is quickly moving. What do you think? 2022? I think it is, too. It's it's rapidly moving. I mean, January just whizzed by here. It whizzed by. It just whizzed by. And, and Monday will be the middle of the month. I mean, that'll be the 14th. And you only got two more weeks after that. I know. So it's something. You know. It's yeah. something. So yeah. we just got to live our life. and, and, and if, That's all you can do. And if people get on our nerves... I don't have, this is a new year for me. You know how people, you know how this is the cancel culture that, you know, oh, it's the cancel culture. Look, I'm canceling anything that's getting on my nerves culture. That's my culture. I'm not doing negativity. I'm not doing negativity. I'm not doing it. Hassle. I'm not dealing with any kind of hassle. That's it. That's my cancel culture for for this year, for me. That's it. That's it. So how was your week then? What did you do, Dee? It was good. Well, Mm -hmm. like I said, I worked last weekend, but I did go. There was an African-American artist in town. Okay. And there's a wonderful African art exhibition. His name is Philip Smallwood, and it's at the Butler. And it's very, very nice. Uh, He paints in watercolor. His works are beautiful. He was there. But lo and behold, to my surprise, Luzona surprised me. I guess First Federal Bank here in town had a lot of uh, Professor Albright's artwork. Okay. And they made a show, Jonathan Butler, a retrospective of his work called The First Federal Years. And I guess he's got about 10 works in the show. It's beautiful. They decorated the whole room and everything. And when you walk in at the top, it says uh, Albright, the first federal year. So I would encourage anybody to go this month to the Butler and see both those exhibitions. You know, and talk about Lou Zona's commitment to diversity. So he has two exhibitions by two African-American artists. Okay. Well, I'm yeah. definitely going to check it out because, you know, it's just right down the street from us, exactly. right? Exactly. Exactly. Oh, that's exactly. going to be great. So that's what yeah. I'll do yeah. for my love month. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's what I'll yeah. do. Yes. Yes. Well, what is going on this week, D? Everything, Vicky. Everything. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. This is, like I keep saying, this is Heart Month, and this is a month where we make sure that we keep putting out their heart health awareness. And so the American Heart Association has a certified heart check food list that we want to bring to everyone's attention. And this is a red check that is showing and it's on the different food if you go to the grocery store um they 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 have it on some of the dining stuff and so forth 
but it's a red heart check and it makes it easy to spot heart healthy food and this red check mark has met the criteria of being heart healthy and so they have this it's called one heart hundreds of heart healthy options and the heart check mark makes it easy so that you can spot heart healthy foods in the grocery store or when dining out and these are certified foods in the grocery store uh and yes and you use the heart check certified product list folks you can go and download the pdf uh, or access it while you're shopping and they, their website is www.heart.org but yeah you can get this product list and so you can create this list or have it with you with your shopping list so then when you go through the grocery store you can do smart heart healthy choices and they're easier at the grocery store because you'll see this big emblem on it and it'll say uh, American Heart Association certified heart check and this will be this red check mark this red check mark Mm -hmm. and so the heart check mark is a simple tool to help you eat smart and when you see it you can be confident that the product aligns with the American Heart Association their recommendations for an overall healthy eating pattern and so they have over a a thousand plus products um, that carry the heart check mark and so you look for the heart check mark when wherever you shop they say it's in almost every aisle so I usually shop heart healthy Nate does too and so I said I'm gonna make sure that when I go shopping this week I'm gonna download the pdf form they have nice stuff on there just a lot of good food on there and then I'm gonna do a little shopping in various stores and see and then next show I'll tell um, folks what stores they were in here in this area the yeah. northeast Ohio that area yes yes that'll so, be very very helpful yeah but isn't that nice fun. isn't that nice it is. Mm-hmm. It is. they they said they decided to make sure that this was out here for us on their american heart association you know on their website because you know mm-hmm. they they know the feeling of folks standing in the grocery store aisle and they you know, sometimes feel overwhelmed with all the choices available. And so the American Heart Association, they uh, take health and wellness um, of all Americans to heart. And that's why they have this, you know, more. That's why more than 20 years ago, they established uh-huh. the heart check mark. And so now they're mm. putting it out there on making it so that you can see the emblems on the actual food. You got the list. So we pretty much mm-hmm. ready to go for this year for our heart healthy eating, right? <laughs> Great. I that's a fabulous idea. Excellent. Uh, mm-hmm. You have to let us know. Yes. And so make sure guys you go visit their website www.heart.org because they also are featuring heart check certified recipes on there as well. And we always tell people make sure you at least go and visit our website, vickidofitness.com, and you want to look under blog and on in the the um, when you hit that red button blog and you go on the side, it says delicious recipes, and all of our recipes are heart healthy. We follow either the DASH diet, the Mediterranean, um, the flexitarian, so yeah. All of our recipes are following those guidelines. So check out our website as well. And so, yeah, that's it for the heart month. You know, I got to wear my red more often, right? I wore mine last Friday. I'm going to wear mine more too. Yes, yes. That's what I'm going to do. Well, yeah, we got the, you know, the winter Olympics 2022. I love the Olympics. I'm Me too. Me to too. Television. I'm glued. I'm yes. glued. I love Winter Olympics because I love the figure skating. But here's what's a, what's a trip. Seeing all the women that are participating in the, we used to call it extreme sport, but it's all the snowboarding and the, yeah, the, yeah. 
the half pipe stuff and all of that, yeah, man. All that and that big air steam. Yes. Blocking all up in the air and coming down. I mean, that's some dangerous. Stuff. Yeah, the aero skiing and stuff. Yeah, they. Yeah. Do, oh my God, it's 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 exciting. And these folks yeah. are doing it, aren't they? They are. Mm. You know, we're not looking too shabby, you know. They said with the history that Beijing, China, is the the first one to do the Summer Olympics and the Winter Olympics in their city. I remember that. I was just thinking to myself when this started. I was like, how have we been to China most recently? Yes, yes. I mean, yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So, yeah, to China, yeah. This is our, China has had us twice. The summer and yeah. the the winter. Yeah, definitely. Mm. I, I and I, you know, I I was trying to remember when the summer one was, but yeah. But you know, did mm-hmm. you read the tightness that they have had? They had down there and are having with this COVID thing. But even yet, with that, just to show you how this virus is, mm-hmm. with all the checking and triple checking and double triple checking, people still popping up positive with COVID. I know and can't compete. People have been disqualified. I know and can't compete. I mean that virus is something. I mean the Chinese. It was like uh, you know they have in place down there. I don't know if you heard out there in that country. Mm -hmm. If you go to the drugstore and buy cough drops and cough medicine, they track you. Ooh. (laughs) No. Wow. If you go into the drugstore and buy any cold medication, they track you and make you take a COVID test. They've got just that much technology and way to track people when they go in the stores and buy that because, you know, obviously they are thinking that somebody's COVID that hasn't been checked or whatever. Yeah. Wow. Now that's some serious big brother watching. So what do you do if you don't want to be tracked? You just be coughing I mean, and, and get some lemons? You just be coughing all over everybody. I guess. That is yeah. something. Oh, my goodness. Isn't that crazy? That's crazy. Yeah. But we always knew, you know, we always knew you don't mess with China because they got even you when. You do not. You do not mess with China. You do not. Nope. You absolutely do not. They got something for you. They got something for you. They got something for you. You know, and they got, I mean, and I mean, I hate to say it. I'm not obviously not a communist or anything like that. But did you see that opening performance? Oh, I saw that. Ricky Doe, did you see that opening performance? I said, well, they got technology out the ass. They had a, they had a, they had a trillion Chinese people in that, in that bird's nest. They sure did. And they all looked fat and happy. (laughs) Everybody, (laughs) I'm just saying now, I'm just saying. They had a trillion people out there. And they were waving those electronic wands. Yes. You know, with the lights. And yeah, stuff. I what saw that. A trillion people just doing that. <laughs> and then they had nine million children singing. And they and I don't know if you saw the close-up. Each one of those kids has had a little microphone. Yes, they did. Yes, they did. I said they Each got. one of them. I said they got technology out they their ass up here. Technology out And Vicky, did you see them skiing down that makeshift skiing? Yes. They were skiing down the mountain kind of thing, and then they were crisscrossing, and that was all LED lights and all of that. Yes. Thing. Yes. Everybody looked fat and happy. <laughs> Well, shit, no wonder we in the dark over here. They taking all the damn lights. Look, I be in the dark going down my steps down here at the office. They done took the lights. No more lights. 
off the chain i was like damn now, you know, I, I mean now i love me some snoop and some mary jay and all of them but if they think that super bowl was gonna come anywhere near no it's not anywhere near what i saw on Mm-mm. the opening for the beijing olympics Mm-mm. my mouth was hanging open as a matter of fact uh-huh. i turned it on at six, 7 or 8 o'clock in the morning when it first opened, because you know the time difference. Okay, okay. I was so impressed with it, Vicky, uh. that I had to see it again that night. Okay, okay. I just wanted to make sure that I didn't miss anything. And when I saw each one of those little kids had a, had a little teeny microphone uh-huh. in their ear. Uh-huh, yeah. Now, that's some technology. That's some technology. I was talking to T at the time, and T was like, huh. Well, dang, because, you know. I know, that's all you can say. That's all you can say. There's nothing you can say. You couldn't dog them. You couldn't. You couldn't say, well, no, there was nothing you could say, but, well, damn. That's all you could say. And then I just said, okay, no wonder I can't find any lights and shit to put up. (laughs) (laughs) They had every LED light in the world. You know, you know, they had that back shipment. You know, we can't get our shit forever because it's backed up. They all went to China. God damn it. They all went went to (laughs) China. For the show. For the show. See, for the show. My head was just naked. I just said, well, damn. That's it. And like I said, those people were, and you know, when they had the march of Mm -hmm. the different countries yes and on the side they had the chinese people dressed in a little outfit yes they were they, they kept smiling the whole time the whole All time the were marching out the whole time i was like well aren't they tired they weren't tired that so, night i thought that and they were dancing when all those mm-hmm. people they were dancing around when all those countries were coming out mm-hmm. i mean there's nothing you can say nothing you can say that's what i said okay nothing. well there it is, right? There it All is. All you can say is, there it is. That's Technology th- of the wazoo. That's it. That's it. And so we do have people that we got a lot of firsts. You know, I'm kind of keeping up a little bit. But I thought it was interesting how they have the first Mexican figure stater yeah, in 30 I, I years. I see that, but I saw you mention that. Yeah. yeah. Donovan. Donovan okay. Carrillo. Um, okay. Um, and then, of course, we know the speed skater. What's her name? Yes. Mammy? Uh, Ma- Mammy? Mammy Biney. I Biney. Know Biney, but I don't know how they pronounce it. I want to say Mamie, but uh, Mamie? Mamie, I'm going to say Mamie Biney. Okay, yeah. Mamie. Okay, Mamie Biney. Okay, and so mm-hmm. she is 22. She became the first black woman to qualify for a U.S. Olympic short track speed skating team ahead of the 2018 Olympics. And then when she was just 18 years old, now she was she was also the youngest skater in the team's history. So fast forward four years, Bainey um, feels a responsibility. And every time you see her talking on TV for her little vignettes or whatever they are promoting her, she always talks about how that she wants to be, you know, to be blazing. She wants to be a blazer uh-huh. and a, a, for a trail for her sport. And she wants other young black women, especially little girls, to realize that they can do anything and if they put uh-huh. their mind to it. So she definitely uh-huh. wants to be a role model, you know? So Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, I just think that's such a fascinating sport. It uh, is. And you know, it's certainly not a sport that a lot of African Americans go into. But, you know, I was, ha- I was watching this with some friends, and I was saying, you know, mm-hmm. a lot of these winter sports, as opposed to the uh, summer sports, mm-hmm. black kids don't have the opportunity yes. to do this because mm-hmm. the opportunities to do, I remember when that young lady, mm-hmm. I can't think of her name. She was the African-American young figure skater. Debbie, I can't think of her last oh, De- name. Was it but Debbie Thomas? Debbie Thomas. Mm-hmm. And all the 
trials and tribulations that her mom went through to keep her, it's expensive. She had to drive like two hours each way to take her to skate in the morning before she even went to school. And then so, you know, black kids don't have ice skating rinks. Black kids don't belong to skating clubs. Mm -hmm. uh, it's the same thing with, with, that we see with swimming. Yes. You know, and so kids have to be given an opportunity. You know, those, mm -hmm. those ice skating. I remember when I lived in Minnesota, mm -hmm. they had ice skating teams and places where you could train and, you know, skiing and all that. It, it requires money. It requires yes, it being able to go to the ski resorts and ski. I mean, black children, unfortunately, we, our kids, don't have necessarily, I mean, my kids ski a little bit, but those kind of sports are expensive. And, 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 and my thing is, I don't think it's for the lack of skill, because I, I always say, you know, give a black kid a, a door, an opportunity to put their foot in the door, they'd probably be winning all kinds of gold medals. You know what I mean? Yes. Yes. But if you don't have the opportunity to do it, then you, you see a, a, a paucity of black of diversity in the Winter Olympics. And I think a lot of it is because, first of all, we don't do coal. Right, 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 that, right. That. <laughs> but, um, but the opportunities to do these kinds of sports is not, a, a lot of times, is not available for these kids. I know. Um, I saw, in fact, I saw, was it Cleveland or someplace, mm -hmm. uh, some women were forming a ice skating club for, for young black kids. Okay, that's great. Um, that's great. Someplace. Yeah, so I thought that was, oh, that was really good. That was, you just have to introduce kids to those kinds of things. Yes, so, you do. Yeah. Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. And also, you know who's back this year? Our famous Jamaica Mon team. Yes. In the bobsledding. They're yes. back. Yes, yes. So I think it's been almost 20 years because they did that movie, Cool Running, which was hilarious. But uh, they're back. They're back this year. So we'll have to see how uh, how they do. But, yeah, the United States has done, has done well. That Michael Chen, I have not. I fell asleep on his performance the other night. He's still in running for the gold. And, you know, we're doing, we're doing pretty good. Um, you know, Sean White is back for his fifth consecutive yes, he is. snowboarding mm -hmm. uh, competition. Mm -hmm. And he's advanced to the finals. They did a, um, a interview with this young girl. I can't think of her name. She's a half-pint uh, young lady. But this is her. She, she won gold last time. And then she ended up having some depression issues. Yes. And she went to Princeton. Uh-huh. And she was saying in the interview, you know, people wanted to come up to her and take a picture and stuff like that. She just said, no, I really just want to be me. So she went to Princeton. In fact, she said she threw the medal in the trash can because she said all her problems stem from that medal. But she dug it back out. Okay. And now she is has advanced, I think, to the finals in the half pipe. So okay. Wow. To her. Good. Good to her. Yeah. yeah kudos to her. All kinds of good stories. All kinds of yes. really good stories. Uh, good stories. A young man watched his wife give birth on FaceTime. That was a good story. I saw mm -hmm. that yesterday. Yes. So, yeah, I, I just love the Olympics. I just Me you too. Know, really enjoy. I enjoy watching mm -hmm. people that get to that level of mm -hmm. excellence. Yes. Because it's a lot know, of commitment. That did sport. Yes. That did sport. Yes. And you know the kind of commitment it's that commitment. it takes to be able to to, to get there. Yes. And then it mm -hmm. involves not only the 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 kids and them doing the practice and whatever, but it's always a family thing because we got to make sure we got the, the coaches and them going to the exactly. practice. Exactly. It's a family thing. <laughs> it is a family thing. Mm -hmm. Hiring the coaches and then you know, packing up, traveling to the to the meets and, and all that kind of stuff. That and the competitions. And I read one year uh -huh. how expensive those figure skating outfits are. Yes, you know, they're not cheap. They're, they're not, not cheap. Going to goodwill to get those outfits. No, they're not. They're not cheap. You know, those outfits are specially made for those uh, men and women. Mm -hmm. So yes, a lot of money involved, a lot of commitment. And mm -hmm. like I said, I just remember Debbie Thomas's mother going all out. Yes. Uh, Yes. To take her to uh, practice uh, figure skating. Mm -hmm. so, yeah. Yeah. This is good. So I I can't wait to um, look at it. I look at it every evening. You know. Me too. Mm -hmm. Me too. Me yes. too. That's my evening activity. Me yes. Too. Yes. Me indeed. Too. Yes. Indeed. 
So, D, what's the latest going on with the COVID and stuff? Well, the latest, well, first of all, the good news is mm-hmm. that the numbers are dropping, as they say, dropping like it's high. That's it. It's good. dropping fast. Yes. Um, I don't know where we are now in terms of numbers, but I think somewhere less than 100,000 a day. Um, and it's, it's that kind of drop that you look up and it's like, oh, my goodness, it, it's, it's dropping fast. We've gone, I only had seven patients that I had to cover this past weekend. Mm-hmm. Compared to, compared to compared what? Compared to 25 okay. or so okay. per, per weekend previously left by my partner. Okay. And, um, and the other thing is that, but, but, you know, some of these states, as we're seeing now, are starting to lift mask mandates and my opinion is that this is what happened last march i mean last may Mm -hmm. um people get a very false sense of security you know Mm -hmm. they are ready to do a victory lap we're not ready to do a victory lap yet there's another variant out there called the stealth omicron it's a variant of omicron Mm -hmm. it's more contagious than omicron but it's you know definitely less virulent Okay. But I think we need to read the room. We need let's to read, read the room. The room. Let's mm-hmm. get the numbers down, and let's make sure that we increase vaccinations and encourage not just vaccinations for adults, mm-hmm. but we're abysmally low in the number of children that are vaccinated now from 5 to 11. Mm-hmm. we got to get these parents to buy in to that they have to be part of the puzzle yes. of protecting people by getting these children um, vaccinated. So I just think I see California lifted theirs, Delaware, New Jersey, and California, let's see, California, New York, Delaware, New Jersey. Mm-hmm. I just think it's a little bit, little fast, too soon, and they're being, instead of being led by science, I think they're being led by politics. Yeah. So you, you can't do that. No, you, know? you can't. No, science is science, oh, yeah. right? Science is science. I mean, it is. It is what it is. That's you know? it. You just gotta, got to, got to, you got to see how the progression of it. And there are a lot of smart people out there that have made models and trajectories and everything. And many of them have been on it. So I just say, stay the course, hold on. We're we're almost at the finish line to a certain extent in terms of the you know, increased hospitalizations and stuff like that. I do believe that we will probably have to learn to live with this virus. Okay. But it's not going to be anywhere near what we've seen in the last two years. Okay. And that's good news. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's very good news. That's excellent news. Yeah. Yes, yeah. indeed. Hi, everyone. This is Dr. Vicki Haywood-Doe. I just wanted to break in for a quick second and introduce to you the sponsor and creator of this show. It's the company I own, Haywood Doe Consulting Co., doing business as Vicky Doe Fitness. We are a health and wellness consulting company that specializes in designing and implementing medically integrated applied exercise physiology-based fitness wellness programs, initiatives, events, health promotion, and health education for special populations such as older folks, children, adolescents, overweight and obese individuals, cardiac rehab, women's health, and those who have chronic diseases. We have a team and network of healthcare professionals based out of Northeast Ohio, and we've worked with many companies, schools, churches, and organizations. If your goal is to transform your life by taking a holistic approach to living a life of health and total well-being, get in touch with us at info at vickidofitness.com. To find out more about our own site and online programs and services, go to vickidofitness.com. And now back to the show. Well, today we talk about cosmetic plastic surgery. Is it right for you? According to the American Society of Plastic Surgeons, the number of people deciding to have cosmetic plastic surgery continues to grow. In 2020, the U.S. had the highest number of cosmetic procedures worldwide with nearly 4 million such operations. The number of surgical and non-surgical cosmetic procedures in the U.S., has grown over the last decade from around 1.6 million procedures in 1997 
to over 5.5 million in 2020. And some of the common cosmetic surgeries are breast augmentation, butt lift, face lift, all of those things. And it is important for all of us, most especially if you're kind of looking and deciding, you know, it's important that we know the precautions, um, the guidelines, and the options so that you can make the best choice for yourselves. You also should have consultation with a board-certified cosmetic plastic surgeon to get the best medical advice. We're going to talk briefly about that, and this will be found, what we're referring to is um, webmd.com, but it's called Radiance. It's cosmetic surgery options. It's really talking about some of the things that we should look at when we decide to go out there and do some cosmetic surgery. Now, I haven't taken the plunge to do anything. Neither. <laughs> Neither. But I do do my little, you know, and it's been a minute because of COVID. And, you know, I haven't really gone and really right. done my um, medical spa stuff with all the, the, right. the little procedures and facial stuff and stuff you can do. I haven't done that yet, but people are going back doing things. And so, and you hear the stories of, especially with the Brazilian butt lift, how and these um, sisters, these are African-American sisters are going to these places across the border and getting stuff injected and stuff. I mean, they are. I mean, I, I, mm. I, I just don't, I'm missing something. Right. I'm just missing something here. Yes. I mean. I mean, directly I, there, I, I, you know, we talk about silicone, whatever they doing. It's, it's terrible. Yeah, I, I just, it's just, and, and you know, you, you know that there may be some good, the, the fair amount of people would do fine, but the problem is when, Plastic surgery goes wrong, like you said. It goes way wrong. It goes way wrong. It's what it's you know, called, like they say, botch. And injecting something into your tissues, you don't know what you're going to be allergic to that, whether it'll leave, like, fat necrosis, where there's a lot of times what we see where the, the tissue under there becomes necrotic or they'll inject accidentally into a blood vessel. I mean, and you just can't have every mom and pop injecting stuff and people will go to different countries and I know. get cheap injections I, I mean what am i missing vicky am, am i old no no i think it's i think and that's a whole show by itself i think it's that whole body image and that whole culture thing that's happening now yeah. and it's not it's not all good you know because we i, I mean no. And like you, you know, like we've seen as people, you know, young folks are doing it. It's like, OK, so what are you modeling yourself after some porn star image? I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I don't what what and, and, and these young girls, what, mm-hmm. I, what makes me sad is the distortion of body image that these young girls come up with, mm-hmm. to you know, having serious depression and go- doing all kinds of things to themselves and so forth, so they'll look like somebody else. Why? Yes, I know. That's a topic for a whole nother different show. Isn't it? Isn't it? That whole body image and, and just the whole mindset of that and what we yeah. what we as a nation and now worldwide, what we're putting out there in society as to what we should be trying to look like. I, you mm, know, mm. I mean, for me, mm-hmm. I see injections associated with infection. Okay. And so, you know, when we come, when I come from that standpoint, mm-hmm. it's a whole nother different ball game for me. But, you know, augmenting breasts and augmenting butts and, mm-hmm. you know, your cheeks and your jaws and people are doing all kinds of pulling teeth just so that they'll have gaunt cheeks and then fluffed up cheeks and I, I mean <laughs> and then ribs like, they taking out ribs and stuff too rib out. and yeah. it's like are you serious that the ribs are there right. to protect your organs you you getting exactly. rid of that yeah so it's so, it's something isn't it it's a whole nother different topic and the sad good and bad and i guess is that you you would hope that you would have 
when you go to your doctor to discuss all of those, it's just like with bypass operations, mm-hmm. or gastric bypass. Mm-hmm. They have to have a psychological evaluation mm. before they have that gastric bypass. That was part of the whole gastric bypass thing because, you know, you're now getting ready to change your body image. Is your mind ready to go with the way your body's going to go? You know, are you ready for that? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so there has to be a whole, there should be a whole psychological kind of thing that's associated with all that. But, you know, no, you just see these, these young ladies lining up. And, and guess what? And, and, the, and the physicians are doing it, you know. Now, we do have. Well, they are. Yeah. Now, we do have physicians that the board certified. See, that's another thing. You have to go to a board certified. Exactly. <laughs> Who knows what they're doing. Who knows what they're knows doing. Who knows what they're doing. You know, we've had on our show Dr. Kerr, Dr. Yes. Andrew Jemerson. We've mm-hmm. had him on our show. Mm-hmm. Uh, who board certified, knows what he's doing. Great reputation, but yes. you know, you got to check the credentials of people. That's it. The question is asked, you know, are you a good candidate for cosmetic surgery? And it says you may be a good candidate for cosmetic surgery if you're healthy have reasonable expectations, and know the risk of the procedure you're considering. You may not be a good candidate for cosmetic surgery if you have serious health problems such as diabetes, high blood pressure, a bleeding disorder, heart disease, or even depression. If you are obese or if you smoke or drink too much alcohol, you may not be a good candidate for cosmetic surgery. And it's saying, you know, when you go and do the consultation like you're supposed to, your surgeon may even ask you, you know, to make some changes even before the surgery. And some um, surgeons have asked smokers to quit for two to four weeks before surgery and not smoke for at least two or four weeks after. And this allows the body to heal properly from the surgery. If you don't smoke, then you should avoid secondhand smoke before and after surgery. So, you know, a lot of these things are taken into consideration and your surgeon will give you a talk and talk about that. They'll talk about exercise. If you are having or taking any medications or supplements, you know, and all of that. So they go through all of this discussion, even before they look to see if you um, should have or are a good candidate for surgery. And so then they go by, you know, it's also talking about um, what surgeries you should have, you know, and all of that based on your skin type and all of that. Mm-hmm. There's a list and it talks about facial cosmetic procedure and we we kind of see this the lip augmentation you kind of seen that all the time <laughs> i don't do that either but we see it all the time and some are botched some are botched i can think of some movie stars where they had it done and it looks botched but here's my thing you know i'm gonna put it out there you know remember you know, they just talk about, you know, black folks' lips being mm-hmm, big and... and mm-hmm. Yeah, but you want it. But that's what you want. That's what you want. Okay? Yeah. And you're paying money and you're taking the risk for it to be botched, you know? Exactly. But exactly. everybody, it, it, you know, that's a person's choice. So if you are going to do that, then you have to make sure that you go to a surgeon that knows what they're doing and that will give you the proper guidelines. They talk about a good candidate for that, and they say if you have one of these conditions, herpes, diabetes, or an autoimmune disease like lupus or rheumatoid arthritis, serious uh, allergic reactions of any type, you might not be a good candidate for lip augmentation as well. They talk Mm. about cheek implants. You know, you're a good candidate if you have flat cheekbones or early sagging of cheeks. You're not a good candidate if you have excess sagging of the skin, which is better treated with a facelift. So, see, they got all these things that you can't just go to anybody. You got to go to someone that can tell you the truth before you try to have a lip augmentation or cheek implants and it doesn't go right. They got chin implants, forehead, brow lift, 
you're a good candidate for the forehead brow lift. You're a good candidate if you have heavy eyebrows or deep forehead wrinkles or frown lines. You are not a good candidate if you are balding or scar easily. Also, you must be able to accept the risk of losing your hair around the surgical area. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? These are, yeah, they, it goes all through the different guidelines. I mean, Vicky, mm. you could come out looking like Frankenstein. I know. Yeah. <laughs> and some folks do. <laughs> oh, no. Yes, and this is, you know, we talk about cosmetic plastic surgery. So people people choose to do these things because they want to, you know, self-image or they just want to look. Yeah. And nothing's wrong with looking. And that's why when you said no. Jane Fonda looks good because she, whoever she went to, they made sure that it was natural. Fabulous. It looked natural, didn't fabulous. it? Absolutely fabulous. That's how fabulous. you're supposed to do. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So you you could tell that she went to a good cosmetic plastic a absolutely surgeon. Absolutely good. Absolutely good. The best cuz her her transition or her being able to stay youthful looking is clearly was clearly an excellent excellent job. An excellent job. And so yes, we're not downplaying cosmetic surgery here. Uh -huh. We're uh -huh. saying that, yes, they got all kinds of stuff. You can you can use surgery or procedures to renovate your tired skin. They have the microdermabrasion. They got lift sagging skin. You know, some right. folks want to um, uh, remove unwanted fat. I mean, there's all kinds of stuff that you can all do. Exactly. That you right. can do. Right. And a lot of these, you know, some folks do have health problems with their nose, so they have to do mm -hmm. plastic surgery. Mm -hmm. They mm -hmm. have problems with a lot of things, and they use plastic mm -hmm. surgery to correct that. And so all right. we're saying is that we, we see so many of these folks, you know, our young folks, our young ladies, talking about how they almost died with these uh, yeah. Brazilian butt lifts. And then when you listen... Yeah to what it has been done, it was some something that you would think, you know, really? Why would you even exactly. do that? Right. And, right. and so we're encouraging people to go to a board-certified cosmetic surgeon and get a consultation first exactly. to see if you are a good candidate. I absolutely agree. you got to go to a board Do your due diligence. Do your due diligence and find a good board-certified plastic surgeon. And, you know, this article, your article goes on to say, Vicki, uh -huh. these things that I my pet peeve about <clears throat> a physician, mm -hmm. what's his expertise? Mm -hmm. Has he practiced for many years and performed many of these? You don't want somebody to this, this is their first rodeo. Right. Is the surgeon friendly and yet confident and professional? Yes. And if the procedure will not be performed in the doctor's office, does the surgeon use a certified surgical facility with a board-certified anesthesiologist and up-to-date emergency equipment? And that's the other thing. Mm -hmm. It's not just the surgery. When somebody puts you to sleep, that, that's significant. That is significant. Yeah. You know, you go under the knife and the anesthesiologist messes up. You don't wake up. Yeah. Yeah. What's the total price? Yeah. And you got to include the surgeon's fee, the operating room, anesthesia, and other charges. Mm -hmm. Are you allowed to see before and after pictures of other patients? You know, if somebody's making somebody looking like a werewolf, you don't <laughs> want that doctor. <laughs> you know, have you seen people... Have you seen people, Vicky, on TV and you're like, mm -hmm. well, if that's the way he made her look, I don't want to go to that doctor. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> you look at him and you're like, no. That's the walking uh -huh. testimonial, right? <laughs> exactly. And does the surgeon encourage you to answer questions? Mm -hmm. Are the surgeon's answers to your questions realistic? Mm -hmm. If a second surgery is needed, what's your financial responsibility? I mean, you know he's not going to do another redo for free. That's I mean, another all thing. All these kinds of things, and the doctor should be able to. That's the other thing. Mm -hmm. 
going to somebody who has a reputation that will tell you, no, yes. I don't really think this is the best procedure for you. Exactly. Rather than just taking your money and making you look ridiculous. I know. A lot of all the things that we're dealing with, especially with cosmetic surgery and stuff, it's also the integrity of the physician as well. Because, you know, some people exactly. are addicted to plastic surgery and they be doing all these things. Yeah. And, mm. right. and so and you you're like, they keep going back and they have this and that and this and that done. Like you say, it does become an addiction sometimes. Yes, it does. You know, and that person doesn't look anything like the way they used to look. Nothing. Zero. Zero. And okay, Nothing. that's their business. But is right. it healthy? Right. Is it healthy? And that gets into that whole psychological mm-hmm. kind of thing with body image. And body, body image. shaming and what body shaming does to the mentality to make you go run and have some bot job done and and all of these kinds of things. Mm-hmm. Yes. If you want to, because, you know, nothing's wrong with wanting to to look good and everything. We're just encouraging people that you can do all that and still be healthy and still take care of yourself. You still want to be in that mindset of being healthy and well. Exactly. That's all. That's all we're saying. That's it. So do your due diligence. Go to a board-certified cosmetic plastic surgeon. And then also be realistic. <laughs> yeah. Be, exactly. Be, it, be very realistic. If you are... You know... Mm-hmm, if you are older... There's only so much you can do to be looking and like you're you not your... going to look like Beyonce. <laughs> okay? All right. You're not going to look like Rihanna. Keep it real. Keep it real. Keep it real. But you still can look your real. very best, right? You can. You can look your very best. Exactly. All right. But, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, if you want to look like somebody else, you're going to have one of those. You need a face transplant then. And then the body's not going to look the same as the face. Right. So you're going to have to deal with all of that. I mean, you know, it's just very, you you know, you we, we were talking about mm-hmm. the transformation of several people that I can think of on television to these days. And you're like, oh, my goodness, what happened? The person doesn't even look at all like anything like they used to look. I know. A lot of the physicians say, well, hey, they're happy with it. I am, too. And I can exactly. see that. I can see that. Okay. Yeah. As long as it was healthy. If that's what they want, then so be it. That's, if that's what they want, so be it. Exactly. But we are encouraging folks, yeah, you can do that, but you always have to ask, you know, is it right for you? And go exactly. to the best of the best or at least a um, board-certified cosmetic Correct. plastic surgeon to get Correct. the best outcome, right? And so, yes, D. That ends our show. We just had to do a little something, something to talk about cosmetic surgery. So do you have some tips for us for this show? I just think the last comment was uh, for, the, for number one, for cosmetic surgery. Make sure you go to the board certified physician. Do your homework. Do your due diligence mm-hmm. uh, when, you're doing, when you're doing that. And remember that, you know, African-Americans have keloid problems. We didn't talk yes. about that. And yes. Scan based on mm-hmm. diversity kind of, you might want to go to a physician who is used to dealing with multicultural yes. uh, individuals. Yes. Um, for one. And so, yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, that's, that's, you know, what I would say with mm-hmm. respect to cosmetic surgery. And then lastly, like I, I said about COVID, rolling back around to COVID, our numbers are dropping precipitously. But continue to wear your mask. No time for victory lap. Continue to encourage your loved ones to get vaccinated and your grandchildren to get vaccinated. And I do see a light at the end of the tunnel, not with us completely eliminating it, but with us living with it. Yes. And also, we want to end with the note that this is Heart Healthy Month, and we want you to be very aware of taking care of yourself being heart healthy, eating heart healthy, go to the grocery store, look for that heart check certified product, go and download the um, PDF that you can use uh, with you as you grocery shop because we want everyone to take care of their hearts this year. This is 
heart healthy year, right? <laughs> exactly. Absolutely. Heart Absolutely. healthy year. All right. Absolutely. And as always, for more information, go to our website, VickiDoFitness.com. And remember, if you have any questions, comments, or just something to say, tweet us, email us, go on Facebook, and share with us your thoughts. You've been listening to It's All About Health and Fitness with Dr. Vicki Hayward-Doe and Dr. Virginia Banks-Bright. Vicki Doe is owner of Vicki Doe Fitness, a multimedia health and wellness forum, a place to discuss, learn, and participate in healthy living. You can get in touch with Vicki by email at info at vickidofitness.com. <laughs>